friends and folks, and welcome to Scanline Media's 2022 Gimmick Awards, where we sit down and give some, you know, celebrate and give awards to various pieces of media that have uh, have enriched our lives in 2022. I'm Six Detmar. I'm Jenna Frunkel. I'm Kyrie Page, and it's time to go to the movies. Indeed, we're here for our Iris in Audio Award, which is, or we should probably just call it the Iris Award, to be honest. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, our, our our movie podcast, and so we watch the movies, and we're going to talk about the movies and talk about our favorite one of the movies. Yeah, um, this is our first year doing this, I believe. It is, yeah. Um, because in previous years, it'd be like, well, we watched three movies; those are our nominees. Who won? Um, we are looking for uh one winner and two runners up. More if necessary. I would really be surprised if it was necessary given our list. Mm-hmm. Um, just the length, to be clear. Um, but, you know, anything's possible. Jen, can you read that list for us? Sure thing. To Wong Fu, thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. That's all one title, to be clear, to listeners out there. The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. One Cut of the Dead. Romeo plus Juliet. Thief. North by Northwest. Kaiji. The 2017 Death Note film, and Les Samurai. Most, pretty much all of these are pretty good, is the thing. Yeah, um, <laughs> they are all no. good. But let's, let's, I mean, let's, Death Note 20, yeah. Death Note is mostly not good on purpose. Yeah, like that's our first cut, our first obvious cut. That said, mm-hmm. it was shocking to watch it this year, because it was a request episode. Mm-hmm. And I, re-watching the 2017 death note like i hated it back in 2017 but then re-watching it in 2022 it's like huh there was there was some stuff here it's by no means a good movie but you know you could take that first half hour in like isolated bits from later in that movie and i could convince someone it was all right yeah and while whitewashing their cast still sucks a lot uh it it had a good sense of humor for it, it kind of knew what it was as a cheesy um, live action adaptation of a horror anime or a horror manga. Like they really should have just like, you know, I don't know, like not say, like not say, oh, this is light from the manga, which they're not. But also they all kind of are. It's, it's a whole thing. Um, but it could go still a mm-hmm. still a. That first half hour is still really funny, though. Um, mm-hmm. Shout out to the inspired casting choice of Willem Dafoe as Ryuk, though. That's pretty good. He he gave it his all, and it really it really helps. Um, <clears throat> I think me. next easy cut is going to be the unbearable weight of massive talent. Mm-hmm. Really, which f- is a good fun movie. Good fun. Yeah. Um, like. It's 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 one of those things where it's like what it represents is very nice, and also like I think it had some like really fun moments, but you really have to be like you you have to appreciate the goof that it's kind of going for, um, mm-hmm. in order for it to really work. Um, but still, the unbearable weight of massive talent is a very fun movie. Yeah, I think it helped you realize that you like. Pedro Pascal as an actor too. Yeah, yeah, that was like that was the first thing that I have ever seen really with Pedro Pascal. It's like, oh man, this guy's like a really good actor. 
Um, I'm not going to watch that Last of Us show, though. Sorry, Pedro. Just say it, Jed. Just say it. Just say it. <laughs> I know that uh, Six wasn't too hot on Thief. No, it was me. Oh, no, I was, I was... Oh, yeah, it was no, Kyrie. Uh, Kyrie didn't watch it. I watched it, I just didn't like it, but I still appreciated oh. what, like, what Thief is going for, sure. Yeah, I know the Six liked it a lot. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm... On this list, it's my winner. Um, I think it was fantastic, but... I, yeah, I feel pretty strongly about it too, honestly. Like, I, I think it definitely deserves to stick I, around I, a bit. I think you earmark it for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I, okay, I'm going to say, I, I feel like this is going to be a fight, mm-hmm. and I understand. Okay. I feel like it is more about the conversation that we had than the actual movie with Tu Wong Fu. I think Tu Wong Fu is a good movie, but I think a lot of it is the conversation we had that's so important to us. For the sake of things, I think yes, but also I do want to say my piece on, like, to Wong Fu. Yeah, please, go, go ahead. For okay, for a movie in the mid-90s about three drag queens from New York in the Midwest, you know, a story that was on the ra- razor's edge the entire time of, like, like I like watching this movie was like, oh man, this shit could go bad very quickly. And the fact it doesn't is, is for the most part, I think, a success. I think, if nothing else, it did represent a shift for not just the podcast, but also it was just a really fun movie to watch. It was just f- so full of joy. And it was, like, I think also the story surrounding it in some ways is also just really good. Like, doing the research for it, pulling the clips, like... You're right. I think it was more the conversation we had, the work that went into it, what it represented as a shift for the podcast as well. But to be clear, it's still a really like fun movie to watch. Mm. Um, I think it, um, like it, it, <laughs> it represents like just like. Man, it, it's nice to see some like queer joy on like on the screen but that's kind of like what i'll have to say about it yeah yeah i'm i like i think more than i think it's the best movie we watched this year i just am very glad it exists Uh uh-huh and very happy that our patrons voted for us to watch it too because that was like a fun surprise and it was a last minute edition and it uh still good um Mm -hmm. really like that one um we could cut Kaiji, possibly. That's fair. That's fair. I, Kaiji like works because it is a again another sort of like maybe like the tonal shift for what we did as a podcast, but also again a pretty good adaptation of the Kaiji manga. Um, it does its best to adapt the material of those like portions from season one and two of the anime and bits from the manga as well. Um, but it's a, it's another case of like, it's very competently done. It's very like, I still enjoy it. Um, but it doesn't necessarily make it into the top three, but man, that movie is (laughs) much more than the sum of its own parts. Hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's a deeply entertaining movie. I'm willing to cut Le Samurai. Um, I think it was a cool movie, and I like a lot of what it does, but I think it 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 wasn't as it didn't hit me the way some the, the, the others left on this list did. Yeah, I I I did enjoy watching it. It is like really cool to see. You know, <laughs> I could see where people got inf- like influenced by it in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. Still very cool. But I don't think it necessarily says here. We're already down to four. Yeah. I, I'll just say I really liked Lace Samurai um, in part because, like, aside from establishing various um, things that would come in later through film, I kind of like that he sucks at his job somewhat <laughs> in terms of, like, how easily he's spotted and uh, how things just start unraveling from there. But, uh, yeah. It's definitely one of those situations where I'm not going to fight for it as hard as I would fight for something like Thief. Um, hmm. Say it, Jen. Just, you, get, you got something on your mind. I think Romeo plus Juliet goes. I think I'm with her. Fuck, I really like that movie. I do too! <laughs> That's the thing, we're down to four movies. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. Do I... <laughs> This is the Kyrie Says Her Peace podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> fuck. Romeo plus Juliet. Really just... It's quite something how... When re-watching that movie for the podcast, how much of it I remembered from watching it for the very first time when I was in high school. What a... What a bombastic movie. You know, like, it is fucking, oh god, what's his name? The director. Baz Luhrmann. It is Baz Luhrmann just, like, operating on, like, another level, man. Like, um, I love how just it is corny, it is completely, like, there is no reason it should work the way it does, and yet I think it is like one of the best adaptations of that play. <laughs> like, I don't know. There are, like I saw some trailers like last year of some very straightforward, like like adaptation of Romeo and Juliet with like Paul Giamatti play like the monk or something, which is like, okay, that's cool. But like, man, <laughs> Mercutio waving a gun around screaming, you know? Like, it's it's great. I think Romeo plus Juliet is just such a phenomenally fun movie. Um, God, it's so cool. Like, but I think I know the shape of our top three. And yeah. I, I feel like I'm the one in like Romeo plus Juliet's corner here. Um, But like, once again, this is my appeal. Check it out. <laughs> Um, it's a good movie. It's a good movie. Really fun. Uh, but yeah, I guess it could go. <laughs> if I, I, I don't know how I would necessarily sway you two. Um, but I think I like with what we the three that we have. Yeah, our our list right now, our top three is North by Northwest, One Cut of the Dead, and Thief. I think it's one cut that wins, personally. 
I think one cut is really, really great. Fantastic, even. Like, the way that it starts by showing you what would be, I don't know, kind of an impressive, really low-budget uh, horror film at the beginning. Um, one of those things where you watch, go, huh, that was fun, and you move on. Except in this case, it shows it creates this whole drama about like the process that went into approving it, and then like invents all these different ways in which it went wrong on the actual filming day and how they cut around it. Like that is some brilliant meta narrative stuff right there. I, I yeah, like the the use of how one cut of the dead, like when I was like watching it, we have the like first like the first act is ostensibly that one cut movie right and it's a little weird and off-putting and then it's like it gets to the ending of the one shot movie and you look at the runtime it's like oh man there's like another hour here what are they gonna do and then it cuts to the drama part and then i don't know it was one of those things where when it was leading up to the moment of like oh man, they're going to show a dramatization of them filming the one-shot movie. I was, I was like, oh, I was having a blast. Like, it was an absolute delight to watch. And then even just like in the bits during the credit sequence where it shows like how they actually filmed like the movie properly as well. Mm -hmm. Like, God, One Cut of the Dead is just so wonderfully shot just beautiful love letter to the chaotic mess that is movie making that i i i think so highly of one one cut of the dead i like if it won i wouldn't be mad um i do think i'd put the other two over it personally yeah like even before we touch on the north by northwest is like I was not go going in, I was just familiar with the poster. I was expecting something a lot more serious and straight-laced. I was not expecting to see one of the funniest, like, takes on a thriller I've ever seen. Yeah, riffing on, like, a genre that had barely been invented. Yeah. Or had, I don't think had, like, Bond movies weren't even out at that no, time. No, this predates, like, this is, this is one of those classic examples, like, um, like with, like, kind of like murdered on the room org right as as jen and i talked about on uh recently on novel not new of like oh one of the things that helped create the genre was in advance making fun of the genre <laughs> oh yeah um I, it they, is when they were adapting from russia with love they added a whole scene with a um a gyrocopter uh chasing bond because of this movie Right, because they played that gyrocopter chase so straight in there. Whereas in <laughs> North by Northwest, you just have a fucking what's the name of the actor? Cary Grant. Uh, Cary Grant. Thank you. Like Cary Grant, just standing in the middle of this fucking cornfield, looking like a huge idiot, and then just <laughs> being hazed by this fucking crop duster as he just. Had that is 
It's like his performance is so great there because he manages to capture multiple layers of like, wow, this is terrifying. Also, I'm an idiot because there seems like there's an easy way out of this. But also, I'm kind of deer in the headlights because this is the stupidest scheme ever. Is this really happening to me right now? That's like in the entire movie. He is just, he is just concocting the most cockamamie schemes, like, just imaginable on the spot where he's he's like he's being drugged and it's like he's you know forced to drink a lot of liquor as he drives down this mountain but then gets so belligerent with the cops instead of just like i don't know paying the like drunk driving like ticket or whatever he's like no i swear there's a secret ring of like secret agents out to get me which is partially true but also just <laughs> remember when they're when they're when they're getting him drunk they're holding him down and they lift a bottle of bourbon and start pouring it into the glass and the guy goes cheers and he just pours it starts overflowing and he keeps pouring <laughs> yeah or then just like when he's in the police station being belligerent with like the judge or whatever in the way he just climbs on the table and it's like saying i'm gonna check a nap like <laughs> <laughs> deeply funny like holy shit yeah the most incre- one of the most incredible shots to me was the bit where um he's going up to like an important diplomat and <laughs> he just pulls out the knife in a way that makes it look like he ha- no 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 it's more than he just pulls out the- he pulls out the knife there's a guy with a camera he looks straight at <laughs> the camera poses practically get the flash goes off he goes this wasn't me this wasn't me at all and he like throws down the knife and runs <laughs> i can it win it's an incredible movie <laughs> i think it also i love the brilliance of your grandmother accidentally forgetting to record the part in which they revealed the entirety of the game <laughs> like that elevated the movie in a lot of ways jen's, i think jen's still not sold on that bit I, but i agree with you yeah, yeah I, I do like the movie just as is as well but, i think uh, it, I just also want to say on Thief's, um, on Thief's behalf, it is uh, such a fascinating, like, it ultimately portrays the crime job as what it really is. Like, it's sort of like this situation where he is getting hired for a job the same way someone is hired for welding or any of those other sorts of construction things. and Or at least he wants it to be like that. He wants it to be like... No, just like I am, just the worker. Just, just pay me what I'm owed. You know, in some ways. Yeah, it's 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 a, like a blue collar revenge story, right? Because it is first about like the thing about criminal work is it's just work, and it's as you say, like a bunch like him doing a bunch of like him doing like some welding through a, a safe and it gets so hot in that room that they have to like take turns because otherwise they'll just die from the heat. Um, but also when it's like, Oh, these are the rules. These are like the conditions under which our contract was signed and you break the contract. Now I will destroy everything about my life to make you pay <laughs> for breaking the contract. It's really, yeah, a, a study a study both in like blue collar crime and also just like the self righteous anger of a person who feels like a deal is unfair. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, uh, Michael Mann yeah, directed Thief, right? Yeah. Because yeah, earlier yeah. this year, we like I watched like Heat for the first time, and I saw like you know the pieces from Thief that would be carried forward 
in a lot of ways to that movie. Mm -hmm. And I get, you know, my distaste for it was just sort of like a, like, I just didn't necessarily care for the angle in which the movie was going for, but that's not like a condemnation of the movie's quality. It's just more, oh, it just didn't like, just rubbed me the wrong way but hey i watched heat and it was like oh that is also about like you know huge asshole criminals but i loved that so i don't know take that for what you will um but i i i think north by northwest is our winner ultimately um (laughs) hey i'm being chased by these guys with guns i'm going to now climb the face of mount rushmore (laughs) and my (laughs) And it's just like, this will obviously help me, you know, to deal with this problem. While well, I have the Philosopher's Legacy in my fucking, like, statue. I'm trying to convince my boss that this gun is fake, that it's, that it's, that's got blanks in it. I will prove this by pointing at him and pulling the trigger. Boy, I'm glad that worked out. I'm glad you didn't just shoot your boss for no reason. For no idiot. No fucking reason. <laughs> just uh, an incredible movie. Uh our winner, North by Northwest, uh, I think so far the only Albert Hitchcock movie I've liked. Uh, <laughs> Alfred Hitchcock. What did I say? Albert. Did I say Albert? Yeah. Well, fuck that I was guy. Of the guy from Twin, I was thinking of the guy from Twin Peaks. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Love see, his movies. Yes, see, Coop. Yes, that's clung. not Albert. That's not Albert. That's the only Twin Peaks thing I know. <laughs> the only thing you know is shouting into a bonsai tree. <laughs> yep. I know even less than you do. Amazing. Our um, winner. North by Northwest with runners up One Cut of the Dead and Thief. Uh, yeah. Good movies. Good, Good movies. movies. I'm glad that also that we like started doing movies once a month. And just having fun going back to the cinema. Yeah, movies now more than ever. Now, now more than ever, movies. Don't are expect to like them. <laughs> just steal their bit entirely. Yep. All right. Until next time, folks. We'll be back with more awards, and uh, you know, just uh, keep your film reels on ice. Probably should do them. that, but you know, <laughs> no, it's definitely good for them. Yeah, yeah. Just Please. take those rare thirty-five millimeters, <laughs> put them in a giant ice you get the you get the big bag of ice from the from the walmart and just pour them on the film yep see ya have a good night everyone and don't forget to tip your waiter <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>